Now, what are you watching? What are you guys watching? What are you watching? What are you watching, guys? What's this show? Is it new? What is this show? What are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? Okay, that's it. That's enough screen time, people. Let's all take a 10-minute break. No more TV. Turn it off now. Welcome back to another episode of Screen Time is Cancelled. I'm Aaron. I'm Andy. And today we watched what we thought was going to be a typical kids TV show that was 26 minutes long, and it was not. So we watched half of an episode of Pup Academy. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you're putting it out there right at the beginning. (laughs) We did not finish it. We, I feel like maybe we could have, but I don't want to spend all evening watching kids tv that i don't care about this wasn't like a larva situation which we never actually finished an episode on where i desperately didn't want to watch it anymore it was more that like at 21 minutes i felt like we had seen enough to talk about it and also i didn't want to watch anymore right (laughs) right and also i get sleepy early so i I really don't want to spend the majority of my evening watching kids tv i don't care it's almost seven o'clock and you're already falling asleep (laughs) Uh, it's 8.13, thank you very much. And you're already falling asleep. I am already falling asleep. Aaron, how's your week going? How have you been? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Whenever I listen to podcasts, the hosts are always like, they have a, a minute or two of just like, hey, how you been? It's very weird because we're in quarantine we... and we live together. Yeah. So... And we're married. <laughs> like, super married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we accidentally got married twice. <laughs> So now I'm two husbands. <laughs> You're just two dads. <laughs> I'm two dads. <laughs> no, by that I mean we we spend so much time together that we're just very in sync and there's no point in asking me how I am because you we're, know we're missing out and on they that, don't care. We're missing out on that intro patter. That really good like, oh my God, you'll never believe what happened to me this week. That is a story that's safe for me to tell on a podcast. I don't have anything. No, I don't either. Not even something you already know about. <laughs> Um, I got nothing. You know, I was thinking today, which is slightly podcast related, but isn't related to the specific show. Our show or Pup Academy? (laughs) Either one. Okay. Do they still have kid game shows? I don't know. That's a good question. I I feel like Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader might still be on. I know that's not specifically a kids game show. Yeah. It's a game show with kids, which is a little different. You're talking about like Double Dare or Figure It Out or that sort of thing. Yeah. One of those. I, I mean, I'm going to be real. I haven't watched Nickelodeon or anything like that in a very long time. You know what? They do. They, I'm sorry. They do. Uh, Disney Plus has at least one. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not very good. It's something about lying. I wanted to watch it because I thought it might be cute, but it's really, really bad. Oh, okay. Well, that's disappointing. I just, I was thinking about Legends of the Hidden Temple today. Maybe we can uh, watch an episode of the um, lying show for this podcast they should, they should make another global guts global guts do you remember so you remember guts right yeah i vaguely remember global guts but was it just people from around the world yeah like every t- every country or well, every country like 12 countries did other countries have nickelodeon or did they have to like explain what nickelodeon <laughs> was and then invite them i i don't know they just had like they'd have teams of like three kids that would come to nickelodeon studios and they'd get to meet Mike O'Malley and Mo and do all the cool bungee sports. And they'd like earn gold, silver, and the, th- what's the third one? Bronze. Mm-hmm. That's the word. They'd earn, <laughs> they'd earn medals mm-hmm. for their country. But I don't know if there was ever like a resolution for it. 
because I never I never saw them in order. It was always like this week America's got thirteen medals. Next week they've got twenty six. The week after that they've got four. No, I don't remember this at all. Oh, I would like to point out though, thanks to that sidebar, mm-hmm. Mike O'Malley recently played the security guard for the good place that's right he did and was able to be bribed with frogs yeah he was super into frogs <laughs> he was good in that yeah he was i like him when what happened to mo who's mo she was the referee i think she was british oh right we'll follow up with that yeah hmm. mo if you're out there what's up <laughs> So yeah, I I think they have some. I'm guessing kids probably don't care as much about game shows as adults do. I mean, even adults don't care about game shows. Because think about it. Think about how many game shows were on in, what, the 70s, 80s, 90s, and how many are on now. And the ones that are on now are like, wipe out and the floor is lava. Like, all we care is... They're they're bringing back all of those 70s and 80s and 90s ones. Because Alec... I was going to say Alex Mack. What's his name? Alex Trebek? Nope. He's dead. Alec Baldwin <laughs> is on the new version of Match Game. And what? Joel McHale is hosting the new version of Card Sharks. Oh. And He did the soup, right? Yes. So, all right. I, I've watched that. And Leslie, what's her last name? From the Ghostbusters movie and SNL, I think she was on. I don't know her name. I can't remember her last name. Anyways, she's hosting the new supermarket sweep. Yes, I know. Yep. Okay. See, this is the good kind of patter I was talking about. <laughs> Get out. Nailed it. <laughs> Let's talk about Airbud. No. So we, we watch Pup Academy, which is one of the many tendrils spinning off of Airbud as a series. From the Airbud MCU? Yeah. From the Airbud Air Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes. What's your exposure to Air Bud? What's your what's your history with it? I think I probably saw the original movie when it came out. That would be my guess. Um, I also suffered through some sort of pup superhero movie with our son. Super like Buddies. A year ago. That was the 14th Air Bud movie. Oh, man. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure. I wouldn't lie to you about Airbud. <laughs> so I'm going to quickly go through the Airbud films. Why? I, 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 <laughs> no, why? I'm, because I'm desperate for content. So it's the only research I could do here. Okay. So you had Airbud, which was about a dog playing basketball. Yeah. And that actually came from a dog that did that trick on America's Funniest Home Videos. That it was his name was Air Not Buddy. Star Search. Nope, it was America's Funniest Home Videos and um, what's his name? Stupid Petrix. David Letterman. I did not remember that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, going way back there, and that was an actual dog that did cool tricks like that. And they made this movie, Air Bud, about how there were no rules saying that dogs couldn't play basketball, and then there were no rules that dogs couldn't play football in an Air Bud Golden Receiver, and then no rules that dogs <laughs> couldn't play soccer in Air Bud World Pup. Oh, come on. Oh, Airbud's seventh inning fetch. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently no rules that dogs can't play baseball. Yep. And then, you think after the basketball football, they would have started making those rules. You'd think that people would see the news of this dog that plays all of these sports and at that point immediately write the rules of no more dogs in sports. Or we need dog leagues. Yeah. 
if they won't let women and men play together, <laughs> why would they let dogs and humans play together? I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Let, let's dive into this. What does it say about, <laughs> about American sports culture that there are rules saying that women can't play, but no rules saying dogs can't play? Discuss. Yep. Are there moral issues? I feel like that's all you need to say. <laughs> There is nothing to discuss. Now that's a statement, not a question. Did you watch the the eighties movie? I think it's called Just One of the Guys, but the girl who pretends to be a guy for a while, I for some reason. Is Boys Don't Cry? No, that's a very different film. That's the film with uh, Hilary Swank. But she pretends to be a guy, right? Yes. This, yeah, I think that's that's, that's very seen. different film. This this was like a lighthearted comedy. Oh, no, la, I don't like, think I've seen that. Oh, like Can't Buy Me Love. Okay. Um, I want to see a movie where a young girl who wants to play be on the football team but isn't allowed because she's a girl then pretends to be a golden retriever. And because there are no <laughs> rules saying that dogs can't play football, she gets to be on the team. <laughs> and then the big reveal at the end... It's like an Airbud Cinderella hybrid where like she wishes to be a dog so that she can play, but she has to make a goal before midnight, otherwise she'll turn back into oh, a human. I'm I'm picturing her as she's just she's a full grown she's a full grown woman in just a golden retriever costume and no one can see through it. Everyone is just too stupid to understand. And then at the end, like, well, during the, during the big play, her very shoddily made felt hat comes off and everyone, oh, that full-size human dog was actually a human woman. I mean, I didn't, admittedly, I didn't watch it, but Wilfred was a show. Yeah, I don't. And I had a man in a dog costume for the entirety of the show, so. I heard that was a good show. I never watched it. Yeah, same. I like Elijah Wood. So. Yeah, he's good. He's good. So after Airbud Spikes Back, we go into this, the Air Buddies films mm-hmm, which you're which familiar puppies. with yeah the all all the life and love is driven dri- just kind of drained out of your face right now uh-huh. as we're back talking about air bud uh-huh. uh there was air buddies which was about buddy the original air bud having puppies and all of its puppies rescue him and his mom for some reason then snow buddies space buddies santa buddies spooky buddies treasure buddies and super buddies which is the one that you saw that was the last one? No, no, there's, oh. there's definitely more. Oh. <laughs> so Santa Buddies had two prequels. Because of course it Because of course. <laughs> the Search for Santa Paws and Santa Paws 2, The Santa Pops. Okay. Okay. So that is the total 14 films in the Airbud cinematic universe. Do you think there's one person who now has on the resume made up dog puns for Airbud series? <laughs> Like this, this was the entirety of their job was making up dog puns. <laughs> they just keep coming back to them. He's just sitting. I, I picture him as like a very miserable man mm-hmm. in like a really disheveled apartment. Mm-hmm. He's got like a two foot high pile of cigarette butts on his desk mm-hmm. and he gets a knock in the door and they come in and he's just grizzled and he knows this is just another check for him and more dog puns that he has to write. He already has 50 of them written, ready to go. He just hands them over. He's like, hear me out. Sheltie. Walks in with uh, faux mohawk, faux hawk, and lightning face makeup, and it's collar back girl. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. What are you doing here? You could be making so much money working for the Airbud team. Cutting up with dog puns. Working for Airbud Productions or whatever the hell this (laughs) cursed company is called. 
two of the Earbud films, I just want to point out, were in theaters. Gross. Can the f- we stop talking about the films now? <laughs> right. We need to stop talking about Airbuds so we can talk about Pup Academy. Yes. Why don't you tell us what the plot of Pup or the premise of Pup Academy is? I don't want to, but I will anyway. <laughs> Pup Academy is a show about a Hogwarts for pups. Dogwarts, if you will. <laughs> what are you doing here? Go, go make us money. It is the school where pups become dogs, and it's literally where puppies go to, <laughs> to learn how to be. But not like not all dogs. puppies, like a hundred puppies, right? Yeah, select puppies, just like Hogwarts, um, and they are taught to be the best BFF for a human that they possibly can. Um, there is a whole, would you call it canon? There's like a story behind the building of the school that. Um, has to do with the first human and pup friendship that was forged and then the school was founded to help keep that bond alive and I, I'm guessing it's somehow magical because it's run by a constellation in the sky and if the constellation ever dies so does the dog-human friendship possibilities. Yeah, they explain that like because dog this this dog protected this child from wolves that now... All new stars and a constellation formed in the sky. I didn't think it was new stars. Or oh, yeah, no, because they're they referring to a constellation that doesn't exist. Canis Primus, which is not a real constellation. And they say will fade away if humans and dogs ever stop loving each other. So I don't know what that means for like astronomy. I don't know <laughs> how terrified <laughs> like local astronomers local astronomers like there's one in every town but astronomers would be like nasa or whatever if they were looking up at the sky an entire constellation just disappeared yeah it would be terrifying right that would be bad right yes you'd hear about that on the news probably yeah what exactly is happening hell if i know uh there appears to be a meeting of the professors Mm -hmm. and the headmaster headmistress etc talking about how this year they have to do things a little differently i don't recall why (laughs) because of the prophecy it was interesting because they open with the fact that the school the world is changing and the school needs to change too sure and what they're doing to change the school is inviting a bunch of rando dogs and strays instead of what pedigree or something i don't know so i guess the positive messages change when the world changes which is not necessarily but it, it also makes it feel like it's some sort of weird dog class thing right which is also very strange um, Unless they're going to do like some like 80s movie thing where these young dogs are coming in there. Then there's like the preppy dogs that ski and go to like Aspen in the winter. I mean, they did get a tour of the school from the cheerleader dog. Do we miss a scene where they go like to have lunch and then she explains all the different clicks and like no. there's the emo dogs and <laughs> <laughs> there's the skater dogs. There's the dirty dogs and the flea dogs and the dogs that probably do a bunch of drugs. Mm hmm. What is a dog drug? Cats have catnip. What do dogs have? Each other's butts. Oh, yeah, I guess maybe. The professors have discussed the fact that the school needs to change and they're going to invite some different dogs this year than the typical invitees. And then we go around and meet each of the dogs that they're inviting. There's a small, I don't know what kind of dog. I'm decent at breeds, but not this one. Um, sheepdog, I, I guess, maybe? I, th- there's a lot of sheep-related dialogue around yeah, it, so I assumed it was a sheepdog. So that one 
gets whiz. selected. Whiz, thank whiz. you. I'm whiz glad you is took notes played. Names. Yeah. Oh no, I, I said I, I took oh, all these all notes. Right. Whiz is voiced by. I didn't actually write down the names of any of the actors, but anyways, Whiz was voiced by the person who did the voice of Freight Nate for Mighty Express. Cool. <laughs> you look so unimpressed and uninterested by that fun fact. Super uninterested. Um, <laughs> then we go to meet Corazon, which mm-hmm. was an interesting dog name, which is why I remembered it. And I believe it's a girl, a golden retriever or something like that. Uh, that was actually kind of cute because her owner, as we meet her, her owner is planning to shoot a video of her. Her owner is like, I don't know, eight years old and wants to go to film school. And she said, I need to go get something to brush off your outfit. Stay. And Corazon says to herself, stay. You know the word stay. You can do it. And I can just hear like young kids doing that for themselves every time they're told something that they like sit still effectively. (laughs) So that was kind of cute. Corazon is voiced. But did you recognize the voice at all? No. It's voiced for the same person who does Bunny on Bunny? Buddy on Dinosaur Train. No way. Yeah way. And then the last dog is a stray There's boxer. There's two more, right? No, just one. So now that we've met all the new dogs that are going to be coming to the school, we go back to the school and we see them discussing the new dogs coming in. And uh, meanwhile, as we've met all these dogs, the, the DOG, mm-hmm. which I don't know what it's supposed to stand for, but it effectively the head of the school, has traveled around to all of these dogs to meet them briefly and tell them that they're going to be invited to the school tomorrow. And here's a magic dog tag <laughs> with your name on it that no human can see um, of course because why not and uh the, the phrase that he tells them all is when you hear the whistle blow and you see the hydrant gl- glow through the door you shall go which bothered me because there is no door they literally have to run face first into a hydrant <laughs> those poor dogs so other important things to note, mm-hmm. the professor dogs are all wearing capes. Yep, which is great. Very important. Spark was trying to join a gang before she got taken off to Pup Academy. It was very Oliver. Yes, Oliver and company. And it was kind of cute because they live in that little junkyard thing. The dogs in the show also only talk, and maybe this is all air, but I honestly have never really noticed until tonight, but they all talk through the very front of their mouth. Like, yes. Dogs have big mouths and they can open them nice and wide, but they're all talking like this. Like they, there's no way they wouldn't be pronouncing words like this because that's the way they animate it. And it drove me insane once I noticed it. <laughs> it also has that problem that I think we noticed in Motown Magic where their faces stretched a lot when they talked. Yeah. And it looks kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like it looks almost like you were trying to mime, but again, this is not a very visual medium. Like, all of their mouth movement is just done with their top lip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's all, I don't know why I'm trying to demonstrate. No one can see this. I mean, it's funny for me. So yeah. So that's fine. It's very creepy. If I ever saw a dog doing that, I would assume there was something horribly wrong with it. Yes. Even if it wasn't talking. In possibly the best moment of the entire 21 minutes we suffered through. There are humans in the show and in the school that uh, there's a family that I guess has been taking care of the school since it was founded 400 dog years ago or something longer, probably. <laughs> I forget. It's just, oh, his grandpa has been working there for right. 400 dog right, years. Right. So it's been there for longer, but their family has been the caretakers of it. And grandpa decides that today is the day that he introduces his grandson, Morgan, to the school because he's going to start teaching him how to take care of it and eventually pass the duty on to him. Ah, duty. 
And classic. <laughs> in possibly the best moment of the entire show or 21 minutes, I guess. Maybe we'll finish it someday. Probably not. No. The grandfather and the DOG are having a discussion while the grandfather makes a dog tag for his grandson, Morgan, so that he can get into the secret pup world. <laughs> and the grandfather is, you know, buffing this metal dog tag on a, you know. Some sort of grinding wheel. Yeah. And the husky is standing there talking to him with goggles completely <laughs> askew. Like, they're working with live dogs here. So <laughs> this poor dog <laughs> cannot keep these goggles on his face. And it's the cutest thing. <laughs> and then in what I, I, I'm guessing was just an accidentally good joke, the dog marvels at the craftsmanship of this dog tag and says, I don't know how you do it. And the grandpa says, it's the magic of thumbs. No, I think that was intentional. Uh, oh, okay. I think it wasn't expected to be as funny as it was. It's, it's a good joke. <laughs> He's like, look at these babies go. <laughs> <laughs> like like the dog is just has no concept of what you can do with thumbs. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, and I, I didn't point this out. Go ahead. The DOG is voiced by an actor named Brian George, mm -hmm. who, if you're my dad, would recognize as Babu Bot from Seinfeld. Okay. And if you're my sister, would recognize as the voice of Key Adi Mundi from the Clone Wars TV show. So if you could write in with whatever references you have, and I could try to personalize these <laughs> explanations to you next time and let you know what you might know Brian George from. So at some point we find out the prophecy. The prophecy that brings ah, yes, these the mystic strains, prophecy. Which is literally just the boy and the stray will save the day. <laughs> this is a prophecy that they've known for hundreds of dog years mm -hmm. and now in what i assume is 2020 they're taking care of it <laughs> so which says something about because if the grandpa has they adapt slower than the catholic church <laughs> take that pope <laughs> i mean the current pope's fine but yeah okay knock him down a peg yeah sure his fancy hat <laughs> he does have a very fancy He's hat. so cool because he lives in a castle made of gold <laughs> in his own private state. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's actually pretty rad. <laughs> like, I want to make fun of him, but like... If I you want even... that? Yeah. <laughs> Gimme. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> what was I going to say? We talked about the prophecy. The prophecy. Oh, right. The boy in the stray will save the day. So... If that's the simplicity of the prophecy, we'll save the day, no specifics. That means that in their thousands of dog years that this school has been operational, and in the many generations that this guy's family has been taking care of this, where they will bring in, you know, the grandson to help take, get, get up to the mantle and learn the job, at no point have they ever allowed a stray. Yep. This is the first time, which really underpins the class warfare issues that I expect that we'll run into. Bunch of jerks. In further viewings of the rest of both seasons of Pup Academy. No. No, this is a Pup Academy podcast now. No, it isn't. Yeah, this is, we're just going to be doing deep dives. No, thank you, dinosaurs. We're going to be bringing in, bringing in experts to interview about the various social themes that underrun every episode of Pup Academy. I feel like I need to pause and explain that. Because I feel like we're the only family that says no thank you dinosaurs. <laughs> well, Possibly I, in the I, entire world. I guarantee we're the only family that says no thank you dinosaurs. <laughs> because I think 
it was it's not like it came from anywhere other than just our son's own weird well it didn't it didn't so our son's school uses no thank you as a way to say i don't like what you're doing cut it or, the hell out yeah cut it out or i don't like that so we started adapting and using that at home as well so you know no thank you i don't want you to do xyz no thank you stop i don't know peeing on the floor or whatever yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah thankfully that wasn't as much of a problem but no thank you. <laughs> uh and then at one point despite being fascinated with and loving dinosaurs he became afraid of dinosaurs but only at night only when he at was night, going to bed when he was going to bed so we started saying no thank you dinosaurs be nice to sam or something yeah. to that effect at bedtime and then slowly over the course of the last four and a half years we've or, well, i guess a little less than that like but, about a year and a half that's yeah, been going on we've added on to the list of things i mean no thank you dinosaurs has kind of remained as yeah. our you know go-to but we've added on to the list so now when he goes to bed we have a list of like 40 things that we say no thank you to and then like 20 things that he allows yeah so you, you list off all the things that are prohibited, yep. and then you list off all the caveats and exceptions. Yep. So no thank you to like dinosaurs and monsters and scary stuff and yeah. scissors uh, allig as alligators and from Dr. Seuss. But uh, his grandparents yep. and our friend Lindsay and his aunt TT and, and Denver the last dinosaur. <laughs> and all the pups from Paw Patrol. <laughs> and the dinosaurs and the dinosaur train. Yep. They can all come. They're all good. Yeah. They, they have a pass. Yeah. Well, you've, They're you've, VIPs. Yeah, you, you set up whitelist. And <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it just makes sense. <laughs> it's a good system. So the pups, yes, finally see the glowing hydrant after the whistle. Yep, and they run face first into the damn hydrant to get to the school, leading to a hilarious moment where the dog catcher, following uh, Spark, tries to jump after him and then slams his face into a. Fire Is it hydrant. hilarious? No, no, it's it's terrible and stupid. And also, hurt. I don't know how I feel about them portraying animal control as a bunch of jerks just trying to catch dogs because it, it's not like that. I've never met an animal control person who is mean oh. or not an animal lover. Really? No. I mean, the one time I've ever dealt with animal control, they were pretty snotty on the phone. Oh, really? Did I ever tell you that? No, the, the one, I guess, granted, it's been like twice, but... We recently had somebody's dog that was lost in our neighborhood and the guy was super nice and I offered to take a picture and post it on social for him and he was like, whoa, that's awesome. Thank you. Or, I don't know. That was when I was living in California. I had I was sleeping on an air mattress and I'm sorry in the front room. Well, no, I slept in an air mattress the whole time I was there because at no point did I want to spend enough money to buy a real mattress. So I just kept <laughs> buying air mattresses and then they would get holes in them after about two months. And slowly leak. That sounds awful. Yeah, it was horrible. It was really stupid use of money. But you can sleep anywhere, so it barely mattered. Yeah. But so I was sleeping on an air mattress in like the living room area of, of this apartment that I share with someone else. And I don't know how. I don't know if we left a door open or a, a gigantic mouse hole in the floor or in the baseboard like you'd see in Tom and Jerry. But I woke up to something brushing against my back and there was a cat in our apartment licking my back. Oh god, I thought it was going to be a mouse. Cat no. is so much better. It, well, this cat was definitely like a stray or sick or something. Oh. And so I picked it up and I put it outside and I closed the door and I went back to sleep. 
um, after being very weirded out by the whole thing because that's fucking terrifying. It to was it. licking you? Yeah, it was just licking oh, it. Yeah. Oh, it was really weird. Um, and then we lived in the second floor and we had a balcony. And when I woke up the next morning, I was woken up like 5.30 in the morning by the same cat had somehow gotten to our second story balcony and was now like pawing at meowing very loudly. Huh. And again, this looked like a sick cat. Yeah. And so I waited until animal control opened at seven and I called them and I was like, hey, there's this rando cat that's on my balcony. Can you come get it? And they said, oh, is it contained? No, it's not contained. It's on my balcony. Well, we can come pick it up if you can contain it. What? Like, what do you mean if I can contain it? Isn't that your job? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, well, can you put it like in a box or something? Like, no, I don't know what this, like, you're trained for this. Right. Why are you putting you this on me? You have cages and leashes and things and I have nothing because I don't own pets. And I, I was looking around the apartment for anything that was large enough to fit a cat inside of. It was just a horrible that situation. random. Yeah. I wonder. Like, I just wanted you to come get this random cat off my balcony. Weird. Yeah, it was bad. So these dogs are getting this weird tour of the school then, yeah? Yes. So they all appear on these fire hydrants that are glowing and lining this very long tree-lined walkway to this, you know, Dogwarts school. <laughs> and- You're so proud of Dogwarts. <laughs> I thought of it immediately, too. I'm just, my brain is made for puns and portmanteaus. Anyway. I'm so angry that I didn't think of it. That's <laughs> what it is. So the uh, headmistress, who is a corgi wearing a very fancy British cape, which I loved, Mm -hmm. comes out to explain to the strays what the hell is going on, because they appear to be the only ones who have no idea what the hell is going on. And they are all greeted by her. And then they have a cheerleader pup, which is a Pomeranian. Named Pom Pom. Yeah, with very poofy fur, uh, who's very excited to show them all around the school. So they have... Uh, a potty, which is a park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just go through a door and there's some astroturf and some fake trees. And you get just some quality footage of dogs peeing on things yep. for like 10 seconds. Uh-huh. Which is weird. And then to continue the dog warts theme, they have a, a lunch hall, yep. I guess, a great hall or something with Hogwarts-esque tables, but with dog ho- dog bowls inserted in them, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. Where they where you know she explains that humans at school learn table manners, but they're going to learn under the table manners. Stop it! Should have hired <laughs> the person doing the puns at that point. Um, they should have hired you on. You're clearly yeah, more capable. Seriously. And then we are they get taken to the um, auditorium, which has you know probably seats for a hundred dogs or so, and they look like human sized seats for whatever reason. Which is flanked at like three sides by stained glass windows that are mm-hmm. explaining the evolution of their storyline and the the Pup Academy founding and all that. And it's legit like, did you ever do Stations Station, of the Cross? I was just thinking Stations of the Cross. <laughs> I don't think we had windows at my church, but I, we definitely had portraits on mm-hmm. the wall. <laughs> it was very much that. I remember going to churches that had those windows and seeing Stations of the Cross done. Yes. And yeah, this is it. This Super is, depressing. This is just doggy church. Yep. Some Somewhere around here, we meet Morgan, who is the little boy who's going to be coming to take over the Pup Academy. And his grandfather's the the current caretaker. Yep. And he's just moved with his mom and has his mom played by, I don't know what else she's in, but I've been um, kind of hate watching The Good Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is the only way to watch The Good Witch. Yeah, probably. So uh, she plays... Um, 
some woman some kid's mom that i don't very much like in that show uh so morgan shows up at his new school and very briefly meets corazon's owner but that doesn't pan out to be anything maybe it does in the second half of the episode who knows and <laughs> we don't and we, we never don't. will but spark the um little boxer puppy that is the main stray that supposedly is going to save the world or whatever um runs up to morgan and steals his lunch bag which is like a paper lunch sack which do people do that still we have a bunch of paper lunch sacks upstairs but we were using them to make popcorn in the f- microwave we gave those away oh we did yep oh man <laughs> So Morgan, you know, heads home from school after not having the best day and he's making himself breakfast the following morning and his grandfather shows up out of nowhere. And his first question is to to his grandfather is, you scared me. What are you doing here? Do you live with us now? (laughs) Just like, why is that the line of questioning? What has this child been through? So grandpa reveals that he's come to see his grandson because he needs his help and he wants him to skip school with him today and show him something special so they convene to the bathroom where next to the toilet there is a collage or gallery wall if you will of photos (laughs) of morgan right next to the shitter which is i don't know what that says but it says something very loudly and well you know maybe it's just that his mom likes looking at him while she poops poops. (laughs) Like, you, it's not like you can put art in there that helps the situation. So she's, what, trying to remember giving birth? <laughs> well, that's a fiber issue. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, you know, you're going to want to look at something while you're in the bathroom. So might as well look at your child? I don't... It's weird to me. Anyway, <laughs> weirder than that is the fact that Grandpa hops up on the potty and says, Morgan, trust me, I'm going to take you somewhere. Here's a a magical pup tag that you can wear. We're going to go with the potty. And Morgan's like, Grandpa, you're crazy. I'm going to call mom at the hospital. Going to do a check in, check out. Make sure you're okay. Grandpa convinces him to trust him and gives him the tag and it glows, I guess, which helps. And he says, I'll go first. You'll be number two. (laughs) I knew that you were going to make a note of this joke. (laughs) And Morgan says, can we not talk about number one and number two right now? So worst of all of this, after they go down into the potty and they come out of an outhouse, because why not? Sure. Couldn't be anything else. Well, you know what? And this is this is my thinking. And maybe I'm overthinking it. The Pup Academy clearly wouldn't have bathrooms in it. Because it's made by dogs for dogs. Except they have a human caretaker. Right. But like the human bathroom is just a thing that they had to throw on after the fact outside as an outhouse. All right. Because none of their facilities were designed for humans. But more importantly than that, two things. One, outhouses don't have pipes. (laughs) And grandpa says anything with a pipe and water can get us to the pup academy as long as you have your magic pup tag. Why would you choose a potty? I like the idea. Anything? And I, you choose the shitter. I hope that the fact that he can teleport through pipes becomes like a relevant plot point. <laughs> like, I want to watch more of Grandpa Mario goes to dog warts. I feel like the authors, authors, the writers of this show <laughs> saw an episode of Alex Mack randomly yep. and then had a dream about this stupid 
TV show plot and put two and two together. Like, oh, she goes down pipes. (laughs) She goes down pipes. That'll work. It's a good enough reason. She goes down pipes sounds like it's like inappropriate slang for something. (laughs) I mean, we can make something up right now if you want. I don't know if I want to. (laughs) So they have arrived at school. The stray pups are getting introduced and shown around, as we've mentioned already. And they, they end up in the auditorium for their first assembly. And the bully dogs, they're apparently bully dogs in this show because uh, why not? And it's a school. You got to get all the stereotypes in there. And it's a Jack Russell or a Chihuahua. It's a small dog either way who plays the main bully. And he's pissed because his seat is taken and his seat happens to be front row. You know, like most bullies want. (laughs) Seems backwards, but okay. His name is Bite. His name is Bite. And he's trying to be very threatening. And says something like, I don't like you. You've made my list. Don't let me catch you alone in the hall. Very threatening stuff. And the other dogs just stare. Like, <laughs> no response. <laughs> and then he's got his kind of like enforcer dog with him there, which is uh, a dog named Roddy, who is the actual muscle there. And actually the one that intimidates Wiz and whatever the other two guys are. Bart Corky and, and Lasers. <laughs> Why is everything lasers with you? It's a, it's a rad name. It is a rad name. If it's good enough for the American Gladiators, it's good enough for puppies going to Tog Academy. That's fair. So assembly has started and the DOG and the other professors are giving the pups, you know, the overview. And Grandpa and Morgan enter the room and all Morgan can hear is dogs barking. <laughs> and Grandpa starts responding. <laughs> and he... He eventually says to him, so you didn't understand what I was saying when I tried to explain what LOL was to you, but you can understand dogs. <laughs> it's like it's like they have two different sets of writers. <laughs> like there's writers who are writing the human to human interactions who are capable of writing funny lines. And then there's writers who are just writing dog puns and then lines that lead them to more dog puns. And it was around now, I think, that we stopped. It was about 21 minutes in. Yeah. Um, we felt like we had had enough. I don't think we'll finish it. No. Unless you, our lovely small group of loyal fans, want us to. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're out there and you want us to watch more Pop Academy, we'll watch more Pop Academy. It's ridiculous. I can wait to find out what happens. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, that's like, true. It, it, it was campy enough where it wasn't unbearable. And I think with shows like this, where they're they're at that age group where things are actually happening on screen and you're it's not just like the death of watching something like Caillou where it's one very simple concept that's stretched over 10 minutes. Yeah. Like this was, there's constantly things happening on screen. There was movement in the plot as much as it has a plot most importantly of all there were puppies everywhere yeah i know and that's that was pretty great if you could be watching like kitty academy or something i know that or just yeah, why aren't there any kit ba- kitten based shows because then you need to have cat actors oh yeah cats aren't good at that yeah and like trying to get a cat to like you know cats to do acting like that's kind of like wrangling cats yeah that's fair <laughs> now i'm thinking about cats and capes yeah, I think like I think you just have a lot of cats that are sitting there frantically trying to pull the cape off of them, yeah. and then all going you know off in their different directions. And yeah, right. Fine. Not even attending right. the morning. Okay. I get it. Announcements. Yeah. 
Look, I'm not trying to like ruin your dreams here. You are. You've ruined them. It's too late. Like, I'm just imagining you like you're quickly pushing Kitty Academy script that you've already written, <laughs> just like kicking it under the chair. Set this on fire later. <laughs> so, what did we learn from half an episode of Pup Academy? Uh. You have to invite strays in to save the world. Yep. Well, you have to break down class barriers. And one of the ways to do that is by allowing people that would not previously have been allowed into institutes of higher education. After hundreds of years of knowing the prophecy prophecy and ignoring it until randomly. Yeah. It's like all the people that are exiting um, the Republican Party <laughs> or Trump right now who are like, you know, I think I saw a tweet that said something like, I'm really proud of the brave men and women who are... are denouncing trump at this point and and leaving um i too sometimes stand up and unbuckle while the plane's on the tarmac before it's come to a complete stop <laughs> it's like to feel a little braver <laughs> uh, that's what's going on right now in pup as Academy. we're recording this episode oh god no there would never be a trump pup i can't even i don't i don't wanna i don't <laughs> stop uh, but what I do want to see is like you know how in, in a bad wig. Well, you know they, in in uh, big fat quiz of the year they have the the children's primary school that does the like stage renditions of something that happened in the news. You want to see dogs do it? I want to see dogs. I yeah, want to see fair. like m- highlights from the Trump administration, but as acted by various dogs. Yes. Okay. Yep. I would watch that. I get the feeling that the. Airbud brand doesn't really want to go in a very political <laughs> route. No. But if they did, I'd be into it. Uh-huh. We didn't finish the episode, so I don't feel like it's fair to talk about what we could do to improve it. But You know what I would do? Is I would have like actually had stakes and an ending in that story. I felt like <laughs> it really needed a third act and it just didn't have one. Yeah. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that would have been my criticism. Sure. That's fair. Would you let our son watch this? Yeah, it's fine. All right. I, I mean, I wouldn't choose it. I would definitely try to scroll over it for other things. Pup like Academy wins the coveted Screen Time is Cancelled It's Fine Award. <laughs> it's the highest rating you can get from us. If you want us to finish this godforsaken episode of this godforsaken show. What's or... wrong with you? <laughs> yes, what's wrong with you? Or you have any other shows that you think we should check out and review, um, let us know. Reach out on Twitter at STIC Podcast, on Instagram at Screen Time is Cancelled with two L's, or our email address is Screen Time is Cancelled with two L's at gmail.com. If you could just for a second imagine in your mind a very sad looking puppy. Oh. You know, like from one of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Yeah. Um, and then imagine what would happen to that puppy. If you didn't give us a five-star rating on iTunes, <laughs> I'm not going to make any specific claims or threats here because I don't want to threaten dogs, but just think about how sad that puppy don't is. Don't you dare threaten dogs. I'm not making, I just said I wasn't I'll threatening dogs. Think of these sad puppies. Think of the sad Sarah McLaughlin music. Think of her. Who's, is, it, is it Alyssa Milano that does those? I have no idea. Got, I turn them off the... every time because they make me so sad. Think about how sad <laughs> you're making my wife by not giving us a five-star review. <laughs> this is for just one five-star review a day. You can make my wife less sad. Bye. Bye. Screen Time is Cancelled is written and produced by your host, Andrew and Alan. Our theme music is Winner Winner by Kevin McLeod. This podcast 
is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you.